Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to challenge you to create your author style. Now, I'm not talking about style as in word choice and whether or not you use dashes or ellipses uh, way too many times. I'm kind of giving away something I do. (laughs) But I'm talking about the way that you carry yourself and present yourself as an author. Think about this, you know, as our profession, of course, I've told you that this is not a hobby, and there's a dress code for my job. I have a completely different dress code than what my husband's job is. Like, we, um, my husband can wear jeans every day. I can only wear jeans on Friday, (laughs) and it has to be like school spirit, you know, attire that goes along with the jeans. But, you know, every profession pretty much has, like, a dress code. Think about your author dress code. Now, I'm not a fashion diva. However, I'm already considering when I have to give guest speaker talks and engagements when I'm doing book tours because I have already vision boarded and goal planning um, this out, and I'm really am going to invest in putting a lot of energy into learning how to organize my own book tour and market and start reaching out uh, for more areas for speaking engagements. And so a part of that is like branding myself and, and saying, you know, this is Jennifer, this is my style. When I went to an author talk, which I will encourage you all to do, find authors that you can go to, um, and you can listen to them talk and have appearances, or if you just want to watch some videos on YouTube and and listen to authors, I love doing that. Um, But there's nothing like that face-to-face experience. So I went to hear Nicholas Sparks speak, very empowering. if you ever get a chance to hear him speak, he's a North Carolina author too. And I just love A Walk to Remember. That's like one of my top books of all time. And I love The Notebook too. Um, but I'm telling you, Walk to Remember is a special book for me. I actually bought copies for my entire class, my senior class one year. And we did A Walk to Remember and A Walk to Remember dance in my room <laughs> um, for them. So... That was when I taught in the OCS department. But anyway, okay, I'm digressing. Y'all know me. Thanks for putting up with me on Jen Lowry Writes. But, I, but you know, he had this style about him, and it was just recognizable. It was, you know, he was authentic. He was down to earth. You know, he told stories. Um, and his presentation was just well put together. I also went to another book tour, an author who was given a book tour at a local bookstore, and he's just got this really like cool vibe feel about him you know he's really relaxed um he's funny and he'll he'll make little jokes and he'll joke himself and um he'll you know he'll read little excerpts of his book which i really like to hear an author do a read aloud um when i heard matt de la pena read aloud his new children's book Um, I will tell you, I got teary-eyed. Like, I felt that. I knew that that was, you know, a book crafted out of pure love. So, you know, seeing authors in their element 
and you know just watching how they do their thing it, it, it's their style and, and no I'm not I'm not a copycat you know I, I can't copycat them but I can I can truly intentionally plan out my style my approach so that way when people see me of course they're gonna get me you guys get me every day but they're gonna remember it hopefully <laughs> and if they see me again they'll say yep that's what that's Jennifer um, I'm thinking of colors I'm thinking of you know my promotional materials you know I'm really sticking to that brand color now I'm really trying to do better and purple is my color purple is the color in sweet potato Jones so I'm thinking that this year um, my color is going to be purple and it's not just because the Ravens um, are in the playoffs which go Ravens um, I'm giving in a personal plug here for my favorite football team but I'm thinking that purple is going to be something that I have to find, that I have to wear. I have to wear something purple. And on my vision board, I actually found like vintage dresses because um, I often say that I think that like somehow my soul got misplaced into the, uh, 1975 when I probably could have been born in the 40s because my mom was born in 1940. And just hearing her stories of growing up in the 50s and that just that era just I love it um, my dream car is a 1955 truck a Chevy truck um, red with white uh, wheels and uh, red and white interior and the reason why is because uh, my parents were married in 1955 and they were married for 53 years and so I want a 1955 truck but I'm thinking of a 1950s style purple with some kind of purple accents, um, flared skirt like my mom used to wear. She used to make her own clothes. Now, I want to try to make jewelry this year. I do not want to try to make my own clothes because, oh my gosh, I can imagine. I tried doing that one time and I sewed. Do you remember back in the 80s, my 80s people, um, when it was really popular to put bandanas in jeans? And so we would cut open our jeans, we would make holes. Well, I could definitely do that. I could do the holes and the shredding and all of that. But um, I wanted to layer the bandanas in the back so that way the colors would show through. And so when I tried to sew it, um, I sewed my pants legs together. And my mom had to, of course, you know, take out all the stitches and say, okay, maybe you should not be using this sewing machine unsupervised and let me do the work. And so I just let my mom fix my pants. <laughs> so um, me and the sewing, no, but I can find patterns. I can have, you know, maybe a friend make me a dress. Uh, I could maybe get my students to help because I have such fashion divas in my class and they're taking interior design. I have an interior design friend that I could possibly pay for her to make me a vintage dress because I've been looking at patterns and I think I want something that's handmade more so than just you know me trying to go and buy something off of Wish. I love the vintage dresses that they have on Wish but I'm thinking that I would prefer it to come uh, hand stitched from love, uh, handmade from love uh, from a friend so I'm actually going to ask, probably ask her would she mind making me a dress for my book tour? Um, so just thinking about your brand, thinking about your style, it's important. 
when I'm going to be packaging for the book tour, because I'm going ahead and claiming it that I'm going to have one, um, I've got to think about, you know, if I'm going to do a tablecloth, if I'm going to have um, something promotional that I'm going to sit up with like a pretty frame so like right now each time I go to the Habitat for Humanity or every time I shop at Goodwill every time that I'm out at a thrift store I'm gonna look for you know those um, I don't know what they're called so I'm trying to try to explain them <laughs> in my brain today I've been battling a headache um, you know those things that you sit up on the table and they're stand. Oh yeah, like the stands, like the metal stands. I'm probably gonna get some of those. I can always spray paint them, either spray paint them purple or spray paint them gold or silver, and um, use those on a table and get some printed materials made from Canva that I'll be making. That you know, like have my contact information on it. And I've been looking at how authors like set up tables. I've been looking at those on Pinterest. And I've been um, just kind of keeping an eye out on when people post things when they're doing their book signings. So that way I can, you know, have a plan way ahead of time, way before the summer even gets here and the book tour starts. So I think thinking about your author style even way before, it's important. There's one author that I know that has these really funny t-shirts, and they have multiple t-shirts. I've seen them in pictures with them, and I think it's a great conversation starter, and they're just, I don't know where they're picking up these shirts, you know, you order them online, but um, be careful, you know, whatever you say um, can be found in my next book, you know, things like that, and um, wearing those, getting some of those t-shirts to wear around I think can really spark conversations with strangers people in line um, and it's a great way to talk about yourself and your book I also uh, was at a book talk one time and then I had an author to say you know oh you can contact me and I'm sorry I don't have any business cards with me um, and I was like oh I probably need to get some author cards because that way if I'm at a book talk or if I'm at a speaking engagement at a school or community center or church or you know wherever I'm going to be invited because I'm praying for that God is going to open the doors for that um, I need to have those things ready too and my friend said she has the hookup and I'll get all that information from her because she um, she said it's really really inexpensive too like really cheap it's less than ten dollars um, to get the business cards made get them printed and they she got hers done for work and they look really professional they look really nice so I'm gonna find out all that information and just you know make sure that my logo my brand everything looks really sharp now the only person that I have as far as a consultant is my boys and my husband and a lot of times I will send out to my friends and I'll say you know pray with me as I'm starting to create this design you know pray that it's gonna be appealing and that I know what I'm doing <laughs> and then I'll say you know send it back out in a group chat and I'll say what do you guys really think of this and then I'll send them an alternate or do you like this one better I think that you need to send um, multiple print copies to friends not just one because of course they'll say oh sure that looks good but if you give them an option 
then then they can say, oh, I like A better, I like B better, and then you can have a better conversation about it. Don't just send them one snapshot. Um, make multiple brand items, you know, that will still reflect your style. It will still have, you know, your theme, your colors. Like if you're a fantasy writer, you know, what's going to be your... Um, always going to be in your backdrop so that way when people see you they identify it with you um just you know but give your friends and family or consultants or people that you're working with options when you create things and it also allows you to kind of step back and evaluate um i also encourage you to take pictures um, prior to anything that you do so so for example let's say you've got a presentation coming up you know pick out your outfit take pictures of yourself in your outfit when you're doing a practice session record yourself you know are you setting off that vibe that you really want to convey um, with what you're wearing and you you really won't know unless you kind of record yourself and watch it and, and that's going to be painful for me because I have a difficult time doing that my friend even encouraged me to listen to the podcast and go back um, because she wanted me to hear the interview that we did together she talked about how powerful it was and that she was getting you know great response from it and I'm like no it's okay I was there I was in the moment <laughs> I don't need to go back and listen <laughs> So I think that I will watch the video, but not do it the same, maybe. Um, just to be able to see the style, set yourself up like a mock table at home and start playing, playing around with the design. That way you capture the way that you want things to be set up. So when you go to the bookstore, you know, you already have it in your head. You're not just kind of like second guessing, well, where do you put the stand and how does it look visually appealing on the, on the table and um, what's missing? Because that's when you'll know and then you'll say, oops, I wish that I would have thought of this. And then you'll start worrying about some little thing that you forgot and or something that you should have thought of. So do a lot of planning ahead of time and make yourself a checklist. I did this as a dream, a dreamer, dreaming, planning sheet that if I ever held a women's conference, because I would love to hold my own women's con a woman's conference with another um, either ministry leader, uh, a worship leader, and I contacted a worship leader to talk through it uh, with her and just asked her to pray about it. But I made a checklist of things not to forget. So that way, when you're going out for the book promotion, you can do it on your Google Drive. You can have it on your phone because you can download Google Drive app on your phone and you can pull it up and that way you can pull it up from a computer you can pull it up from your phone you can always have it with you and you can go through the checklist okay i know i got to get this bag this bag is specifically the one i'm going to carry i've got to get you know x amount of books i've got to get um image cards i've got to take promotional flyers i got to take my business cards i've got to make sure the tablecloth is ironed i need to make sure that i have you know extra sharpies um, that actually happened one time when um, I had a author come and do a guest speaker talk at my school. And the remark, as soon as they walked in, they were like, would you have Sharpies? And I'm telling you, my friend, she has everything. She almost has like the Narnia cabinet. But at this time, not only did she have the Narnia cabinet in her office, it was like, oh, I've got Sharpies. And sure enough, 
date. She pulled him out of her cart. It was amazing. It was like, voila, magic. Um, so if you want to do like colored Sharpie pens, um, think of some things that you could go ahead and plan out, but make sure you're putting them on your checklist. Carry, um, get a water bottle that's printed with something, you know, quirky on it, like a, or a saying that could go along with your book. Get, get a t-shirt that would match. Um, I will tell you what happened with my friend this week, which I think is very cool. Guys, and I even talked about it last week with my husband. I'm serious. You can ask him when he'll tell you. And one, I don't lie, but two, you know, just trust me what I say, that we were talking about a cricket. And when then I tried to bring up the conversation with him, he's like, you talking about crickets outside? No, honey, I'm not. I'm talking about that cricket. He's like, oh, you talking about like, a, like that machine? I'm like, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Um, if I just had a cricket, then I would probably have just wasted a lot of money because I would probably make everything crooked. And I would probably mess it up and it would probably start smoking. And I could just imagine what it would do if I would be trying to mess around with cricket because I'm not crafty. But I've been thinking about a cricket. I talked to him about it at the beginning of the year, and I was like, because I went to my niece's birthday party, and um, the lady that helped design everything for the birthday party, not only did she make t-shirts, she made all kinds of stuff. Pretties, y'all, pretties. Little pretties with that cricket. And she must be the cricket queen. I'll try to say that five times. And uh, she's a teacher. She's very crafty. And I'm like, wow, you know, if I could just maybe learn how to use this cricket, what could be some really cool things I could make with that? Um, but it also is a huge money investment for the materials and supplies and the machine and everything. So um, don't have any Patreon supporters as yet. Um, if I get some Patreon supporters, it's for me to be able to buy equipment, to, not just for the podcast, like an actual mic and um you know sound equipment and things that i need for better quality podcasts but actually for some promotional things like a cricket and the things to make my jewelry with which i think i could also make the jewelry sheets with um cricket so i am continuing to research it well okay long story short that's probably another podcast coming up soon about what can authors use with a cricket um but my friend walks in with a t-shirt she had sent me the image before where a teacher at our school, his wife, um, out of the goodness of her heart, she has a cricket, and she's uh, created my friend a She Speaks t-shirt. It is so cool. And they capitalized the H and the E, so it's the Lord speaking, like the Lord speaking through her. I just love it, love it. And it's very simple, like simple, you know, but it's just well done. And she put it on a t-shirt for her. And I was thinking, oh, wow, that is so beautiful. And it was gifted to her um, as a gift from the Spirit, as from a friend. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, if I could get, like, some Bible verse t-shirts, you know, to to wear or to put on Etsy um, and then do author signatures. I don't know. I'm just thinking of all these things that we could do with a cricket. Maybe there's some classes that we could take, too. Maybe there's some local community classes on how to use a cricket. Who knows? There could be cricket classes. Definitely YouTube. I use YouTube for everything. Um, so, I will tell you that finding that brand might be as simple as opening up your own closet and putting together, you know, things that you already have. 
or going through your house and snatching things that you have like painted signs or you know something that you've done doesn't necessarily mean you've got to go out and spend a lot of money there's a lot like I am blessed to have a local graphic design studio here like I got the um, tags for my business that go on my car I paid $50 for two of those um, attachable signs the magnetic signs so I'm definitely going to use them I love supporting local businesses um, instead of just always getting things online. I'm gonna check on how much they, they charge to make the business cards and price them though. But I'm also gonna allow them to make like um, a banner for me and some uh, flyers for me that I know that could be printed on the glossy paper and uh, it could look a lot more with the card stock. So I'm gonna have them help me make those tags with card stock and things like that that I'm gonna use for the jewelry too. So I already kind of got that planned out. I haven't went in and talked with the uh, manager yet, but um, I know that that's going to be the step I'm going to make. But just start thinking about your brand. Is it too early? Never. This is the fun stuff. And you're speaking life into your own dreams. You're claiming it, but you're also planning for it. So that way, when it does come to be, whether it's this summer or whenever, whenever God's timing, it will be. You will already have put in a lot of the work, so it'll be easier when the time comes. And you can always tweak it then. Um, so if you go on my vision board for 2019 and you see those 1950s vintage dresses, then that's like a pattern. Of, I'm thinking of how could I do that with like a folded up, you know, purple sleeves with an accent with maybe a purple collar or something. Um, what can I do as far as... Um, setting up my table so i'm i'm getting some things already ready on my pinterest board that reflects the brand and just the style that i want to present when i'm doing my author talks and engagements so when they see me you know i'll i'll have this style about me that will leave an impression you know i watched this video yesterday some of you might have already seen it. it's like tons of views um, he also did a TED Talk, but it's about dressing up like you're in a party, like you're going to a party every day. Like, why wait? And he tells the story of how he had a rich aunt. You can Google it. The story about the rich aunt who had all the china and all those beautiful plates and was like, you know, well, when do you use these? Well, just for special occasions. And then when, you know, she died right soon after. And he just felt sad. And so it really imprinted on him at an early age to, you know, wear your best dress wear your best suit wear those heels wear whatever that, that is that's your brand that makes you happy and so i'm you know of course converse makes me happy um but also that 1950s era really brings honor to my parents somehow to me i don't know why but it does and if if i can channel that I think it can bring me some comfort in what could be a stressful situation for an introvert. So I think when I think about my own author style, what could be something that I can also give honor to my parents? Um, and that's just the way my mom would dress in the 50s and how she made her own clothes and how beautiful, how beautiful she was. Um, so I'm thinking that it's going to be like a 1950s feel. So... Uh, that's me. That's my style. That's what I'm reaching for. It's going to be 1950s Bible verses, um, little author sayings, and um, 
um, I just have to get it all together. But I've got the initial ideas uh, running roller coasters in my mind right now. And it's, that's the fun stuff. Because I'm not the fashion expert, you know, all I can do is tell you is to pray about it. Pick your brand ideas or, you know, fix your color schemes, um, your stamp, your logo. Make everything match and be appealing, but make it easy to remember also so people can then Google you. Like, I'm hoping by now you guys figured out, like, if you go to Google, uh, Jen Lowry writes. It's going to be everywhere. It's not just a podcast. Like, I've tied in um, my Instagram, my Facebook, my email. I've done my website. And, you know, I'm trying to to do that so that people can easily find me, too, um, when I'm out there in the world in case I don't do my checklist appropriately and I leave my business cards at home. (laughs) And somebody asks, well, how do I look up you? You know, how do I look up you? How do I find you? Well, Jen Lowry writes. Just type it in. You'll see me everywhere. My Facebook, everything. So, um, So I encourage you today to start dreaming and planning and being focused about your author's style. And just show up for the party. It's your party, after all. Celebrate you and be comfortable and let it be authentic for you. And then it becomes, you know, a part of your presentation. It becomes a part of that ideal people will walk away with, uh, knowing about you. And they'll just see you that way. Because, like, I can close my eyes and I can see this author talk and I can see how chill this person was, you know, from the hat, you know, all the way down to the shoes. Like, it was chill. This person was, I'm taking my my favorite students, uh, my little sweethearts in my class, all of them use the word chill. Um, They were just chill, honestly. And the book gives off, the, the way they talk gives off that same vibe. So I think they did really good at, at really intentionally thinking of that. I don't think they just woke up and just came to school with whatever they would have worn, like to go to Starbucks or whatever they would have went to go to Food Line. I think that they really were intentional about it, um, or it felt like that. And that's what I want people to, to do with me. I want them to feel like I, you know, I took the time and the energy and the effort to show up for them and to celebrate together. So do that. All right, guys, you have a blessed one. I'd like for us to pray together a verse found in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 25. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you, Lord, as we think about our author brand, as we think about our style, let everything that we do glorify you. Let it bring honor to your name. When people see us, Lord, let them see the light of Christ. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.